0: Splicecast. Welcome to the Singapore foodie season of the No Will Not podcast. A light-hearted look at the near-obsessive relationship that Singaporeans have with food, glorious food. There's a local saying that everyone here aspires to the five C's. Cash, credit card, car, country club and condo. As much as Singapore loves its five C's, There's a sixth C, cuisine, which really brings out the passion of people and leads to another set of Cs. For this episode, I'm going to look at community and croissants, but mainly community. Singapore is a regional hub in Southeast Asia. From its origins as a British trading post established in 1819, Singapore has been an international crossroads of trade for two centuries. And influences from around the world can be seen everywhere in daily life, where cultures and traditions blend. And as the saying goes, East meets West. But what if we turn that around so that West meets East? I'm Ken Delbridge. This is the Singapore foodie season of the Know We're Not podcast. I'm in Tiong Baru, which Wikipedia lists as, and I quote, a housing estate located within the Bukit Mira planning area in the central region of Singapore. Since the mid 2000s, Tiong Baru has undergone rapid gentrification, and the neighborhood has become synonymous with trendy cafes and indie boutiques amid pre war architecture. That's a fancy way of saying we're in Singapore's hipster central. Before you start picturing pretentious lads with waxed moustaches trying too hard to impress, Tiong Baru has none of that. As you wander along the roads lined with art deco buildings, there's no evidence of bohemian silliness. Instead, you'll find Singapore's best bookstore, Books Actually, and some amazing eateries. Eight years ago, a new player set up shop, and instead of dipping into the rich vein of local culture, we're trying to blend East and West they decided to bring West to East, a French patisserie with the aromas and authenticity of Paris. Remember 2012? That was the year of Gangnam Style, when Facebook had a disappointing IPO and the world saw actor Daniel Craig in character as James Bond, escorting the Queen to Wembley to open the London Olympic Games. In our hipster neighbourhood, a cafe opened on the corner of Enghoon Street, offering a slice of Paris for fans of French patisseries, served with premium coffee. Called Tiong Baru Bakery, it had two key guiding principles, authentic French offerings, and a focus on celebrating neighborhoods.
1: We are quite proud to say that we can see lots of people from different walks of life coming to our bakery, such as Singaporean Ama enjoying a croissant with a flat white
0: chef Sebastien lagal and he's the real deal from france he's been a chef for over two decades working as a chef de cuisine at a three-star michelin restaurant in bora bora as chief executive at the saint regis hotel and resorts in mauritius and since august 2017 as group food and beverage director for spa esprit group the company behind Tiong Bahru bakery setting up a cafe with the intention of being able to say it's the best french bakery in singapore will have challenges and until they opened their doors in 2012, no one else had succeeded in offering authentic French fresh baked goods with impeccable consistency and high quality.
1: At that time, Singapore was missing a good um, artisan French bakery with quality coffee. We were the first to bring these authentic fresh baked goods at such consistency and high quality. Before we opened, locals were not so used to the French pastry and breads done and cooked in a very authentic and French way. Of course, our French community was extremely delighted to find this croissant they can find in Paris, especially in a small neighborhood like, like Thionbarou. And this success with the, the French community helped us to introduce this to the Singaporeans and all the local people in a fresh and, and, and funny way.
0: In France, when you break a baguette, the bread is crisp and flaky. In Singapore, locally baked breads tend to quickly lose these qualities. To be the best French bakery meant that Bahru Bakery had to figure out how to overcome the biggest difference between Paris and Singapore, humidity.
1: Yes, well, (laughs) indeed, this is a big challenge for us. Uh, Singapore presents a technical challenge in terms of uh, humidity. I think, you know, in France, in Paris, uh, humidity is quite low, and it allows all the bakers to keep the bread and pastry quite fresh and crispy much more longer. Here, it's not the case, so we had with our chef to turn this uh, operational challenge into a real quality asset. And actually, we spend a lot of time to study the process to ensure that every croissant is served just perfect, like coming out from the oven. We perfect the recipes, we bake it every two hours. We find the the perfect creating process that gave us a real consistency, even in a challenging and humid environment like Singapore. I
0: visited Paris for my honeymoon, and while we were there, my wife and I attended a few cooking classes with English-speaking French chefs. The big takeaway was every good dish starts with the best ingredients possible. So what kind of butter and flour would we find in the pantry at Tiong Baru Bakery?
1: I think you all know that butter is the key ingredient in a croissant. We only use French butter which comes from Isigny. Isigny is a small region in Normandy, uh, very well known to produce the best butter in, in France, maybe in the world. The temperate climate and the sea proximity give us a rich pasture for the cow which is full in minerals and you can find this abundance in the milk. Then the slow maturation of the cream coming out from this milk gives us a very rich and silky butter which of course is very stable during the baking process. So just for you to know we need about 20 liters of milk to produce 1 kg of butter. So basically we can translate this there is one liter of milk in one croissant. It's quite amazing. And for the flour, we use only the, the one from Faurichet Mills in, in France, which has a quite uh, solid reputation uh, among the best bakery in, in France. So there is no additive, no enzyme, only great quality of wheat. This is only produced in, in Loiret uh, and Iron uh, region in France.
0: Using the best imported French ingredients, the boulangers at Tiongberu Bakery make croissants that have received top marks from reviewers. What's the secret, Sébastien?
1: We are quite proud to deliver a very handcraft croissant. Part of the secret formula lies in our people, techniques and, and ingredients we use. As mentioned before, we use uh, Easy butter, we use Faurichet flour from France, but using only best ingredients is not enough. You really need a, a strong savoir-faire as well. Uh, now our team has many years of experience in baking, and you would be amazed to see how handcraft is each and every uh, piece of croissant. Of course, uh, to provide this quality of product on a consistent basis, every day we set some solid process in every step of the production, from mixing, folding, rolling the croissant, proofing, baking every two hours. Everything is measured and, and controlled. So yes, it's end craft, but we have some solid SOP and process that ensure this, uh, this quality. We don't leave anything to change.
0: It's been said that baking is a science, a discipline of precision that rewards the perfect execution of a recipe. There might be some subtle adjustments on the fly when watching how a bake is progressing, but in eight years, I wonder if the bake team has been tempted to tweak the recipe set by the artisanal boulanger.
1: We are all about keeping the quality consistent. We are very keen to experience new flavors, like garlic or bakwa in our and so there is a nice connection between France and Singapore. Or even making some small batch of kaya. Uh, we used to eat croissant with, uh, with butter in France, but in Singapore, uh, we found that having this kaya on the croissant is a perfect match, and it tastes really lovely, in fact. But at the end of the day, the key is to keep the quality top-notch all the time. We don't really mess around with our recipes uh, of our best seller, but um, we're not afraid to make some tweaks when it's needed. It's not a perfect science when whenever you need to increase the time of proofing or, or baking, we, we, we adjust. This is the way we, we can keep the quality uh, consistent all the time and make sure our customers only come to our bakery to test the best.
0: If it sounds like Tiong Baru Bakery is a slice of French baking heaven in Singapore, you'd be right. But not entirely. Some eateries sell themselves on being 100% faithful to their cuisine, and they don't engage the community around them. From the day it opened its doors, Tiong Baru Bakery has committed to celebrating every neighbourhood where it has an outlet.
2: Hi, I'm Gwen. I'm from the marketing team at Spire Group, and uh, Tiongboru Bakery is one of the many brands that we take care of. I've seen the brand grow from, you know, three to six outlets, so you could say I hold it quite dear to my heart.
0: Since 2012, Tiongboru Bakery has established itself as the best French bakery in Singapore. But that doesn't mean there's no competition. In fact, eight years later, there are dozens of French-style patisseries across the island which means the team at Tiong Brew Bakery has had to keep innovating to stay on top.
2: We love to really keep things fun and fresh, and it's also a form of expression and creativity for the brand and for the bakery's founder, Synthetra. We love anything that is quirky and unexpected. So if you take a look around at our merchandise, we have this chewing gum hand wash, we have tote bags that can fit like a baguette perfectly, and even like a little croissant one that holds like one croissant in its pocket. So we thought that was quite funny.
0: Collaborations with other brands is another way the bakery keeps things fun.
2: We also have done really awesome partnerships. I think if you remember the one from Tiffany & Co where they took over our bakery and that really you know, blew up the screens blue for a lot of our customers. And we also did this really awesome picnic day event. And so I guess it's all these things that we do to keep the brand interesting and make people really remember us.
0: Remember when Sebastian mentioned using Kaya on their pastries was a delicious way of blending local culture and French culture? The bakery has launched a secret kaya, and it's not on the menu.
2: We want to work on that basis where if you know, you know. So I'm telling you now, you know, if you want to have this secret kaya, just approach our staff and ask for it, and it's yours. It's best to ask in the morning before it sells out. Just a little tip for me. We have also launched a new brand extension at two of our shopping mall locations at Raffle City and Funan. So we have this, um, we call it the TBB Diner, where we serve uh, really thought-out, Uh, all day dining for those who want a little more than just a croissant sandwich. So everything on the menu is made from scratch and uh, it's dishes that you really won't find in a shopping mall. And if you really have to order one thing, let it be the sourdough waffles that's made from a 158-year-old starter.
0: Which means it was first made in 1862. And Bake fans know that when it comes to starter, the older, the better. To circle back to the beginning of this episode, I said we'd focus on community, and that means the folks around you. With six outlets across Singapore, Chiang Bakery maintains its philosophy that it's part of the community and it celebrates the neighbourhoods where they are.
2: There are ways we try to celebrate the neighbourhoods and the larger community space, even if it's just in the little ways. For one, we have put up community boards at all our outlets to allow our customers to put up all sorts of things from lost notices of their pets to random ramblings, or even you know, their private yoga practice or private panel lessons. We found that this really helps to foster connections among the people in and around the neighbourhood. On top of that, we also believe in celebrating our community and the people around us and that all should be welcome at TBB. So we have a long-standing partnership with the Autism Resource Centre where we hire several employees to work in our central kitchen. So they help to assist our bakers and chefs in mixing and preparing the ingredients. We also love to draw inspiration from our surroundings. So for example, at Cheongbaru Bakery, we have a range of exclusive breakfast jars and garden lattes that were inspired from the shared garden that we have with Open Farm Community, which is our sister restaurant.
0: Back in 2012, when Singapore lacked an authentic, high-quality French cafe serving perfect pastries, it was a bold step to introduce Cheongbaru Bakery to the market. But standing still is never good in the F&B business. I asked Gwen what the future holds for the brand.
2: We have very exciting plans for the brand, looking at expanding, potentially opening a seventh outlet. But we don't want to reveal too much, so stay tuned to our socials for more. Yeah, you can definitely expect more good stuff to come your way.
0: Thanks for listening to the West Meets East French Bakery episode of our Singapore foodie season here on the Know or Not podcast. It was produced and hosted by me, Ken Delbridge, and recorded by Adam Yamin. My thanks to Sebastian and Gwen for taking time out of their afternoon for this interview. Check out Baru Bakery's Facebook page and IG feed, both at Tiongbaru Bakery. We've got links in our show notes. And for more information, visit our website, knowornot.com. If you enjoyed our podcast, do subscribe and you'll be notified whenever we have a new episode. If you have a friend who you think would like this podcast, do share us via social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.